Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, I'm Nikki. And I'm Tyler. And we are page turners and button mashers. Do you guys love books, games, or even both? Well, we have the podcast for you. I come in with a book of the week, sometimes a series of books, and give you the tip to tail of the book and base on how many pages turned it was worth. Then I follow up with a game of the week and give you the ins and outs of what to expect, how many awards, and of course, how much I loved it. So if you love books, if you love games, and if you love witty openings, then you should totally tune into Page Turners and Button Mashers. Hello, my friends. Welcome once again to Mirths and Monsters. I am CK, the host of these here shenanigans. Now, the last time we spoke, me and the furry crew had returned from the past. Our trip to the Roanoke Island went, what's the best way to put it? Slightly up in flames. Quick bit of advice, don't get in the way of an angry dragon. It will destroy your time-travelling motorcycle, with a sidecar, and kinda try to kill you. Luckily, Ray, Bobby and Castiel saved the day. And you better believe they are still getting treats now. Now I've been asked by a few Marthers, CK, what about the bike? I admit, while it's not ideal that your time-travelling capable vehicle gets destroyed... By the fiery flames of a dragon, we thought of that possibility. Okay, maybe not the exact possibility, but we did consider that something may happen while on a time-travelling journey, so it seems sensible to have a backup. Hence, Crypto 2. Also, I still have the plans from the Anansi to rebuild a brand new cycle and the spell to recreate the magical powers that makes it travel through time. There will be an episode about the Anansi down the line, by the way, but, you know, they are a god, and they're busy, and they have a thoroughly packed schedule, or schedule, depending on where your ears are from. The reason I mention all of this is that we have to always have two crypto cycles at any time. The Roanoke burn-up was proof of that. 
It's also because our next journey involves time travel. And, ooh, mama, it's going to be an absolute doozy. Murthers of all ages, sizes, and colours of the rainbow, me and the furry crew's next adventure is going to be investigating Area 51. Can't get the actual rights to the X-Files theme. There will be a good few of you who will have at the very least be familiar with the name Area 51. You'll hear it and think, oh yeah, aliens. That is not incorrect. Some of you will know a bit more and think, oh yeah, aliens, Roswell and stuff. Also not incorrect. There may even be some of you who have newspaper clippings on your walls, file cabinets stuffed with conspiracy theories, all of your hats are made of tinfoil and you think the X-Files are documentaries pretending to be an entertainment show. That is also a way to be. As always, the truth lays amongst all of these theories and I do like to find out the realities. And as we know, I like to do that by hitting the books. Okay, it also includes hitting the internet and Google. Other search engines are available, but mostly the books because they cover a much longer history and they have a lovely smell and feel. What else do we need while we do this? That's right, my knowledgeable Murthers. Time for the learning hats. You go get yours. And with any luck, mine will be around here and none of the furry crew have pranked me yet again. Let's find out, shall we? It's my fault, really. I should probably keep it in a case. Or a valise. Let her know what it is at all times. Okay, okay, it's not in the library. Next obvious place to try is the Sandwich Palace. Or, as you might call it, the kitchen. I'm very excited about investigating Area 51, you know. It's long been on my list of places to check into, but I must admit, I've been kind of putting it off slightly due to, well, being a little bit scared. You hear these rumours of people entering Area 51... And they're not coming out again. But the one thing that will put that into perspective is being very close to a dragon that wants to use you as the marshmallow part of a s'more. Now these may be famous last words. Surely there can't be anything worse than dragon toast in a certain area 51. Right? We are now in the sandwich palace. Oh, there's my learning hat. Of course. I'd been in here for a late night snack after reading for hours and left it on the counter before heading to my scratcher. A scratcher is Scottish for your bed, by the way. Always learning. To quote the philosopher Lawrence Churro, Enough jibber-jabber. Let's get this hat on and do some learning. Here we go. Oh, you little blighters. The three girls have just popped out from behind the toaster eating candy floss. It's cotton candy for my non-UK Murthers. They were at the circus last week. No animals. And it would turn out that they stole the ringmaster's hat, which is rude, by the way. 
and just waited for the right moment to play this prank. And you waited till I was in a sandwich happy days last night, you rotters. Okay, congratulations. This is actually a good one. I'm going to go do some learning with the Murthers now, right? Have fun, beauty model. Dreamies for saving your life. I'm not going to hear the end of this one for a while. Of course, wee ones. Help yourself. Let's head back to the library, Murthers. Actually, before we do, maybe time for a quick sandwich break. That's better. Time for some learning. We have mentioned aliens before, of course. Space cats, a woo! And I mean this with zero disrespect to our Bermuda Triangle living Pluto cats, but Area 51 is still ground zero for the mysterious alien. What on earth is going on in there? Vibe. You have the possibilities of aliens of all varieties, military involvement, alien technology being used by said military. I mean, there's a lot to unpick. However, before we get to the theoreticals, let's get to the officialticals. Uh, sorry, let's get to the official bits. Area 51 isn't actually called Area 51. That's a nickname that has stuck for years. It's officially called Homey Airport or Groom Lake. Groom Lake is a salt flat that is next to the airfield. It's located in the southern portion of Nevada in the western United States. 83 miles, which in kilometres, is a fair bit from Las Vegas, the culturally heavy, subtle City. The surrounding area is a popular tourist destination, including the small town of Rachel on the Extraterrestrial Highway. Now, I think the name Extraterrestrial Highway came after the whole Roswell incident thing. By the way, we will be getting back to that incident in due course. The origin of the facility goes back to 1955 when it was purchased by the United States Air Force, primarily to be used as a testing facility for the then cutting-edge Lockheed II aircraft. An aircraft, by the way, that was used by the, whisper it, CIA. Who said that? As for the name Area 51, interestingly, there isn't a clear answer as to how that particular name came to be. There are a few different options, but nothing hard and fast. It's something I'm hoping to figure out before the end of this series. What I do like is that there are a variety of nicknames for Area 51, two of which that stand out for me are Dreamland and Paradise Ranch, names which are perfect for the area of Nevada. But all these names do is enhance the surreal nature of the place. Where does the alien side of things come into it, though? Area 51 was used as a testing facility to try out new programs. One of these was called the Oxcart program. 
This began in 1959, and it was made to study and create anti-radar and aerodynamic technologies. What came from this was the Lockheed A-12. You should look that up. You'll get a good idea of why this craft created such a stir. It was a very sleek craft, jet-powered. Basically, it looks like the aeronautical version of a drag race car. Part of the anti-radar side of things was that the coating of the plane was very reflective. If you have the sun bouncing off of this, it will hide the fact that it's a plane. It was a whole new thing. What's interesting is that the more this happened at the aircraft testing place, the more that folk were certain that it was to do with UFO and aliens, rather than it being an aircraft testing place, which seems a bit back to front. So why? Why is this? Well, this is where we mention... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The infamous Roswell incident. Let's go back in time. Only verbally just now, but don't worry, we will be taking a trip. Let's go back to 1947. July 1947, to be more specific. Early in July of 1947, to be a bit more specificer, but not really that specific. But not to Roswell. We're heading back to a place called Corona. Put you the scene. Sometime in early July 1947, Not sure if I mentioned that. Things were just beginning to happen in colour, rather than black and white. But not in Corona. Corona was the backwood of the backwoods towns. It never even made it to the level of one horse town. Now and again a goat would show up out of pity, maybe every month or so, and wear a horse suit for a while. You get my drift. It was beyond the outskirt 
Yes, outskirt. It wasn't big enough to have skirts. That the incident happened. An alien craft crash-landed. Holy moly! The wreckage was discovered by William Brazel, B-R-A-Z-E-L, a foreman who had been working on a ranch. The Big Willie style found a site that was covered in debris. Things were very shiny. Here's a proper quote from the man himself at the time, though. Quote, Large area of bright wreckage made up of rubber strips, tin foil, a rather tough paper and sticks. End quote. Now, Mr. William didn't actually think much of this at the time. He and his son came back later to collect it. it wasn't till the next day when Willie heard that there had been reports of flying discs in the area that his interest became a lot more piqued. So he spoke to the sheriff and told him, in hushed tones, what he thought he had found. The sheriff then contacted the RAAF, who came out and, at first, reported that a flying disc had indeed been found. Amazing, right? The Air Force confirmed it. At least until the following day. Turned out they'd made a bit of a mistake. Wasn't a flying saucer after all. It was a weather balloon. Easy to do. I mean, what are the chances of that happening? The technology of a long-travelled UFO being exactly the same as a non-mechanical weather balloon created on Earth. What are the chances? And yes, I am being perfectly facetious. How this handled was bad. Really bad. This moment was the seed that implanted into the head of the already curious that there was definitely something beyond our own realm. Never mind that they then said it was a weather balloon. They initially said flying disc. That was all that was required. It wasn't just the changing of the story that was the issue. It was the story with which it changed too that made it so unbelievable. They went from spacecraft to balloon. Yes, weather balloons are big, weather balloons are shiny, and weather balloons have wooden stick parts. But it just sounds daft. This was the beginning for many. We will cover more about this incident, but that will be later. Oh, last point for just now. Why not the Corona incident? As I mentioned, Corona is so small that even I struggled to find it on a map. Roswell was simply the biggest place that was near to the crash. So a mere eight years later. I know that eight years isn't a tiny amount of time, but in the context of the possible reveal of alien life forms being real to a site that produced unusual aircraft, blink of an eye. There are two other things that I truly believe had an effect on the public consciousness, and maybe subconsciousness for that matter. The first is the movies. Of course it is. In the 1950s, there were movies that were abundant with themes of science fiction. In 1953 alone, War of the Worlds was released. If you don't know the plot of War of the Worlds, basically, long-hidden aliens pop up 
and basically to try to take over the world by destroying all humans. That's just one example of what was a decade full of films that proposed the impending menace of other worlds that had no subtext whatsoever. The second thing that amplified this was a spherical pointy object. To quote the dad from So I Married an Axe Murder, from what was then the USSR, that was Sputnik. On October the 4th, 1957, the first artificial space satellite was launched, and with it came the realisation that if things could go from Earth to space, what was to stop things from space coming to Earth? Add up together the ingredients of the Roswell incident, the creation of sci-fi movies, the Air Force using as yet unknown technologies, with a dash of Sputnik, produced a soup of paranoia and curiosity that has continued to this day. What more proof do you need than me talking to you in the year 2020, 73 years after the corona crash? And then about to go and investigate what may be in the base that is known as Area 51. And going to the base of Area 51 is where we'll pick it up from next episode. Thanks for listening, folks. This is going to be a fun one to do. I think it's going to be three, maybe four parts. All depends on what's in there. Now, if you'd be kind enough to stay after the music, I've just got a couple of things to mention. Won't take up too much of your time. So if you could do that, that'd be wonderful. Till next time, my friends. Slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. Thank you for hanging on in there. So, first thing I'm very happy to do is mention new Patreons of the podcast, which is just wonderful. So a huge hello to Katie Bischoff. Hey, Katie. Hugs to Bailey, who has become a $50 a month patron. It's a one-time $50 patron um, where you get everything. Also to Nietzsche Florea. Nietzsche, I'm so sorry that I've undoubtedly said your name wrong. Um, please forgive me. And also to Jennifer McPherson, both of whom have joined at the $15 tier, uh, which is fantastic. So thank you to the, the new patrons and thank you to all the current patrons who are generous enough to uh, give me your support both uh, emotionally and financially in such a whoopsie-doo of a year, basically. Um, I don't actually have that much more to tell you, folks. Um, yeah, Finn's just, Finn's huffing away. He doesn't like being left out with this, out with the, the loop. Yeah, I don't actually have that much more to share with you, folks. Um, I've got a couple of things planned to do that I shan't share at the moment because they're still in the very earliest stages of development. But I will mention that you're all wonderful. You're all amazing. Um, your kindness has been constant 
during this whole time, and I can't thank you enough. And now, I'm now going to shill myself to you. (laughs) So, uh, oh yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, I am on Twitter, at Mirths underscore Monsters. I am on Instagram, Mirths73, and Facebook. So, I have a Facebook group, which is approaching 500 members, all of whom are gods and goddesses or which however they would like to describe themselves uh, it's called Mirths and Monsters Facebook group aka Finn's Fan Club and it's just the best it is the best am I biased yes but I'm also not wrong I know kiddo I know um, the last thing I'll mention is that I have a shop um, on Threadless it's, uh, what is it Threadless.com forward slash Mirth and Monsters or Mirth. You know what? I'll put the links in the notes and you can get whatever you like there. There's hoodies, t shirts, there's all the usual stuff. There's um, face masks as well, which are, I don't know if you've seen, they're in the news at the moment, but there's just loads of stuff if you fancy getting some clothing merch or seriously, there's loads of stuff there. Then that's where to try, but I'll put the link in the notes. So for the time being, folkies, thank you for listening to my blethering. Take care of yourselves. Until we speak again, don't know where, don't know where. Actually, it'll be in your ear holes about two weeks from now. I know we'll speak again someday. Tatty fling. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.